Hello, hello, and welcome to Adapter Pals, where we just talk about news this week. That's that's about it. My name is Jack, aka A Forgotten Donut, and joining me, as always, it's me, Dustin, aka Dustin. Hello. Hi, Dustin. How you doing? I'm doing very well. We've had a rather exciting week of news and reveals and things, haven't we? Oh yes, so last week we were like, hey, we're going to do Deadpool. We're going to do Hugh Jackman and Deadpool this week. Yeah. And then, and then everything happened. So, yeah, oh exciting. And, so. and also the podcast didn't upload for weeks, but hopefully that's like solved now, maybe. Hopefully. Oh god, I hope so. I, this... oh, it's frustrating. But now hopefully it, it was, it's done. I thought yep. we'll hold off because we did do the call-out of, hey, if you have a pitch for how Hugh Jackman... And this is still a call-out. If you've got a pitch for how Absolutely. Hugh Jackman will return... Return? Will join the MCU? Return to the I, role I, of Wolverine? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> if you have a pitch of Hugh Jackman in Deadpool 3, then we would love to hear it. So please, adaptapowerspod at gmail.com or at adaptapowers on Twitter. We'll do another tweet. But, yeah, since it came out late, when I mean, you barely had a chance to, you know, do it. We thought, yeah. hey, we'll, uh... We'll just do a, a roundup episode, because where, where did you go, Dustin? Oh, well, I went to PAX this weekend. I've literally, like, we're recording 9.30, I got home at 7. Um, yeah. I'm sorry so, if you're tired. No, you're, no, I'm fine. Um, I had, like, a bit of a nap when I got in, but that's it's good, like, that's um, good. I got up bright and early at, like, 6am or something. Much too um, early. Yeah, and then my mate picked me up at 8.30. Yeah, so eight o'clock or something that we drove out there and had a great day at PAX and I uh, have lots of exciting stuff to talk about and which I will get into later. It was it was a really, really fantastic day, I think. Um, Fuck yeah. But I'll show you something really cool, though, that I did get at PAX, just a little bit of a teaser. Because um, Yeah, I'm going to show you all something that I bought at PAX. <laughs> I hope that you can, you can hear the thing I got at PAX. What what's that, Dustin? I got some dice. Do you like them? <laughs> God damn! I was wondering where this bit was going. What, what are the dice? Did I thought? Did you not hear the dice roll? <laughs> I heard. I heard. Them, yeah. but I didn't know what. What are they of? <laughs> no, they're just like nice dice. Um. All right, sick. Well, hopefully that was yeah. some ASMR for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, dickhead. I just really wanted to do that. I'm like, do a bit of show and tell. Um, no, but oh. um, yeah, so I think, well, hold on. Can't what? just jump right into it. I have to do the thing. Do the- so, oh, yeah. thank you, everybody, for joining us once again and asking the question, the news and things of the week. <laughs> Reviewable? I get talkable, speak conversationable, discussable, discussable. The news discussable. There it is. Don't like that. It's real bad. Real gross. (laughs) But it's what Um, it's gonna be. So what came out? There was a Mario trailer for the Super Mario Bros. movie. Oh boy. So so couple of months ago, Mm. Chris Pratt was all like, he put out a video. And he's so like, good. he's like, it's a me, a Mario. I'm joking. That's not the voice. The voice is gonna be amazing. It's gonna be something like you've never heard before from now, Mario. Dustin, <laughs> I, you've said that, but I may be mistaken. Was that not exactly the voice? That was the voice. 
It, it was Chris Pratt, but like an octave higher, a pitch higher. A slight octave higher, and maybe there's going to be like a slight Italian inflection? He, it was, it was like, Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Yeah, or, and he's like, and it, what ooh. is this place? He sounded like he was doing a slowed Mario voice, but not the accent. Like he was talking like Mario, but at a regular pace, but without put, the accent. Does that make a, sense? I put out a tweet mm. that I think described, and not to just plug my own tweet out of forgotten <laughs> on Twitter. Um, but like Chris Pat, Chris Pratt's Mario sounds like your friend who said he does a really good Mario, but doesn't commit fully and bails halfway through because he realizes there's a girl around or God yeah. is watching or some yeah. shit, and he doesn't want to look not cool. Like it's yeah. it's that kind of oh good, I go do a great Mario, Mushroom Kingdom. Here yeah, we it's just like come. Mushroom he gets Kingdom. Nervous. Here we come, and I'm like, that's not Mario. No, no, it's, it's boring. He sounded so he bored. Sounded like he was bored and uninterested. He sounded like he had. Um, <laughs> what did you say to to me? He, he sounded like he was playing Garfield because he's also doing Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got swapped out, and when he's in Garfield, he's going to be like, "I love lasagna. Let's yeah. go." He's he's just been recording too many roles at once. Um, I yeah. Now, does I, the movie look good though? I think Jack Black is fun. I like yeah. Jack Black. Bowser did the Jack Black face. He did. He did do the Jack Bowser's Black face. Bowser's face, he, he did like the Jack Black sort of eyebrow or whatever mm, thing, mm. like where his eyebrows go up and he gets that manic look that he does. He did that and I was like, well, the animation in this is quite spooky. Um, <laughs> I thought it looked thought pretty. It, yeah, it, well, it looks like Mario and that's... That's good. The jokes um, are not like anything. They're, they're I, they made me giggle. I just because I like mm. penguins. That's unrelated. I just really so like there penguins. was <clears throat> there was something that made me laugh, but then I immediately I, I still cannot remember what it was that made me laugh. Like there was something that made me go, <laughs> but then I'm like I can't remember what it was. The, that the made one me part do that. that made me properly giggle was <clears throat> when the king penguin, the emperor yeah. penguin, I guess. Um, He's like, attack! And you just see him smirk for a minute. That made mm. me giggle. I thought that was funny just because I like that <laughs> character. I don't know. I, it looks like an Illumination movie. Yeah. And that is, you know, Despicable Me is pretty good. I saw Minions 2 earlier this year. Oh, yeah. How was that? Um, ah, you know, it was a, an Illumination movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It was just, like, a lot. It was just kind of throwing stuff at me. Hmm consistently and i'm like this is probably what that movie is also gonna be but i think what bothers me about the voice acting thing because like like the movie it's not gonna be good probably oh no it'll be yeah but the thing with the voice acting that bothers me is christopher martinet who sorry charles martinet sorry (laughs) christopher martinet yeah charles martinet who voices mario He's a voice actor. He's done voice acting roles. Like, he played Parthenax in Skyrim and everything. Mm. Um, and he plays a whole host of the silly voices in the Mario games. Like, he's Luigi as well. And even Wario. Yeah. It's like, the dude is a voice actor. I'm sure that there is something, like a compromise they could come to, where he does the Mario voice, but it's not annoying for two hours, or however long the movie's going to be. Well, this seems to be like a... 
it seems to be the straw that broke the camel's back almost because mm. like a lot of voice actors now are coming out and being like hey the fuck hey yeah what's Tara going Strong? on yeah because yeah Tara Strong came out real heavy, like... Hey, do you hey. want to read out those tweets you got on there? I, I can grab them momentarily. Because that was quite interesting. But yeah, I'm like, sure, because yeah, I, you don't... Obviously people, because a lot of people say, and I agree, it's like, if you just had Mario doing Mario things, Mamma Mia, it's a me, a Mario, the whole time. That was, look, get... Dustin, that was not a great impression. Still yeah. somehow better than Chris <laughs> Still Pratt. better than Chris Pratt. But yeah, it's like, if, that, if it was like that the whole time, that would be annoying. Although, then again, you play these Mario games for 10 hours, and yeah, you put up with that. So. I mean, but he doesn't it's like, talk that, off, that much. Yeah, so I understand it's like if you want him to have be a character and have dialogue and conversations, you need to do something that's easier to listen to. But... Just get Christopher... Sorry, get Charles... I don't know why I keep Christopher's in your head. Yeah. Just get Charles Martinet. I think because I used to think it was Christopher Martinet. And just in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah so just you. get Charles Martinet to find a character voice for Mario that gives him depth as a, as a character that you can relate to and talk with. And yeah, then he still gets to do the role... It's that so he odd. made famous, like... Yeah, it's so odd that it's, like, the most iconic voice in gaming. Like, Mario's not. the face of Nintendo. And it's everything. not Mario. Yeah. It, they're gonna do... I, I mentioned this to you. It, it's 100%. I've, I've genuinely bet $100 to both you. And yeah, you have. Because I, I, I don't, in a million years, doubt it. It may not be a mushroom, but I'm thinking... You know, there's a mushroom. Mario's gonna eat it, and Toad's gonna be like, "No, Mario, don't do it!" <laughs> and it's gonna, I do an okay Toad. I you think. do a very good Toad. Thank though. you. I I discovered that as we were chatting about it off air. I'm kind of kind of stoked about it, to be honest. Um, no, Mario. <laughs> no, Mario, don't do it. Like that kind of. It, I it's just all will never flemmy. commit to ruining my my throat. <laughs> oh, it sucks on the throat. It already hurts. I'm gonna take a sip of uh. <laughs> coke in a minute so the fizz will fix it but um yeah that sounds right <laughs> he's gonna yeah that's how it works the um he's um, toast gonna be like no mario don't do it that one changes your voice or some shit and chris pratt's mario is suddenly gonna be like Woohoo, here we go like in proper yeah. charles martinet voice and martinet martinet i don't know Ma- i think i would say martinet but it's probably also martinet but what a, who knows? Old Charlie. Um, he's gonna be Charlie's classic <laughs> Chuck. voice. Chuck's classic voice. And then he's gonna like <coughs> Whoa, can you imagine if I sounded like that? Yeah. Wouldn't that be annoying? And he's, and now, and he's gonna look in the camera and everyone's gonna cry. And we'll all laugh, because how funny will that be? They'll make mm. fun of Mario and it'll be really somehow good. But the other thing, so watching this trailer, I was like, uh, okay, whatever. But I am convinced that there's going to be, and I would bet money to this as well, um, there's going to be a live-action sequence. I think that Mario is going to be a live-action person, and because he is he brought into the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. Um, and because he, he's all like, what is this place? Where am I? And it's like the room. Um, that's what, <laughs> He's like Tommy Wiseau in the room. Yeah, um, a little bit. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> um, Mushroom so, Kingdom, here we come. 
So I think there's going to be a live action bit at the start or with him. He's going to be introduced as a live action plumber. And then, um, and then he's going to be, he's going to fall down a pipe and he's going to end up in the Mushroom Kingdom and he's going to be little, uh, Mario as we know and love him. Uh, but not really because he'll just sound like Chris Pratt. (laughs) I can't wait for us to, for me to give you a hundred dollars when I'm wrong and then for you to give me the hundred dollars back. Immediately When there was no, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, as well... Uh, what we mentioned earlier about voice actors, Tara Strong, which if you don't know her, yes, yes you do. You do. Timmy Turner, Ben 10, Harley Quinn in the Arkham games and a lot of the, the newer games, Raven in Teen Titans. She's like, think of a classic cartoon voice. Bubbles from uh, fucking, whatchamacallit, Powerpuff Girls. Oh. She's in everything. She I just is know her as Harley Quinn and she's amazing. Oh, she's so good. Uh, Timmy Turner, I mentioned a whole bunch more. Uh, first posted, oh, she's also in a bunch of the um, My Little Pony. Huh. She's real good. She's just really good. She's just another one of those voice actors who is in literally everything. She's yeah. like Nolan North and Troy Baker and Laura Bailey. And she's probably the Nolan Travis North Willingham of cartoons. And, yeah, it's like anytime there is a character, it's Tara Strong. It's Tara Strong. <laughs> Um, first posted, it should be Charles, with a photo of them together. Sweet. Yeah. But then a lot more, uh, kind of fucking angry. Yeah. She posted, voice actors. I'm gonna put my heart and soul in this for at least 20 years. Help sell billions in merch, make the studios millions of dollars, and make make generations around the world happy. Hollywood. (laughs) We don't care. We don't care. (laughs) It is... Yeah, it's really frustrating. I can't imagine being a voice actor like that in this world it's real sad and also because it's not like a glamorous profession in the same way that like film acting is a glamorous profession like in hollywood Mm. you know in hollywood you're in front of the cameras all the time and you're you know you're getting like millions and millions and everyone knows you their household name voice acting it's like yeah as gamers and you know people who enjoy cartoons of course we know who these people are but like if you're having a conversation with someone and you say, Robert Downey Jr., really, really great actor, oh, and I also really, really love Tara Strong, they will be like, yeah, I know Robert Downey Jr., he's the Iron Man, how cool. Yeah. And they'll be like, who's Tara Strong? And they'll be like, Harley Quinn, who's Harley Quinn? Go away, you nerd. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're the nerd for not knowing. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 we're the nerd for knowing Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah. Um they're not a nerd because they like Iron Man and he's mainstream and cool. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, the list I just gave, gave you, you said you knew Tara Strong as Harley Quinn. Yeah. I'm willing to bet you've seen pretty much all of those shows. Like, yeah, I've also seen, um, yeah, the Timmy Turner one. Yeah. Fairly uh, Parents. She's amazing. All of them are. John DiMaggio, like, just to name mm-hmm. another incredible, like, who I would say not a lot of people know, but they know Bender's voice, and thank God. John DiMaggio got his role as Bender. <laughs> he did, yeah. That was an intense couple of days. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, that's like... I think that's Mario. It, it looks like an Illumination movie. It's pretty. Yeah. Is it the animation good, is, like, fantastic. It looks really, really visually just quite Oh, Mario doesn't have a dump truck cast, though, and that is He that doesn't, is yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got flat cake, and that's a shame. Yeah. Um, and, like, Bowser looked really great, like, visually, and he breathed the fire in it. 
burnt down the uh, the penguin, the, the Pingu's castle, and that was Pingu. It was penguins. really pretty, but either way, it looked penguins. incredible. I, I've heard it's pronounced. <laughs> yeah, um, so like it looks like Mario for oh, sure. Yeah. Just doesn't sound like Mario, and also because he's a now a film character with like film character facial expressions, there was a couple of weird uncanny valley. Uh, oh sorry, yeah, weird uncanny valley moments from Mario. Whereas, like, that was it's, an oddly human expression that he did there. The memes are going to be very good. Yeah. Will I see it? Well, I guess I have to. Gotta, <laughs> we can't not. In the same way, another movie we can't not see that you... Oh, hold on. One more thing about Mario. Oh, one more thing. The, oh, the, music, in the, tr- the music in the trailer wasn't good. Um, yeah, it was, it it was, was nothing. I didn't really notice it. They did the weird slow trailer music because mm. it's a movie based on the thing you're nostalgic for. But but then it when was Mario on. came in, and it did it, and then and then the trailer ends, and there's like a weird, sound almost it like horror, like take on the Mario music, and it's, it's like very weird. And I'm like, what is this? I I wish the trailer ended and just went. Like he just fucking died. Uh, It was a very odd time. Mamma mia. (laughs) Oh, okay. A new prediction. Last prediction. Yes. There's going to be a Mario fake out death. Oh no. And And it's going to play the the music. The music is going to do like an emotional. It's going to be real sad and everyone's going to cry. Because maybe Mario really died in his first movie. God, I, I wish, because then we wouldn't have to worry. Ah! I didn't Wario see credit this. Scene. Mm-hmm. I watched mm-hmm. the trailer, like, soon after it came out. There's, like, an end bit of the trailer with Luigi. Yeah, yeah, he runs away from... I did not uh, see... Some that. dry bones. Or did I just you don't hear him or anything, he just... Yeah. He, he's spooked. And then, <clears throat> one other strange bit of, like, the casting. All makes sense, like, cast comedians. But then Anya Taylor-Joy, who's, like, a real and serious actress... Uh, Not to say that these other pieces of people aren't <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. real She's actors, like, but like, she does like serious movies for like Robert Eggers, and she's in that new movie Amsterdam, and mm. she does like, there's that weird comedy, The Menu. Well, she's like not a Jack horror Black. comedy, yeah, yeah. She's not like a sort of weird comedian who does weird influencer stuff like Jack Black or anything, and she's. Not like a Marvel movie person like Chris Pratt. Like, she, like I said, she does real pop, mm. proper movies and she's just voicing Princess Peach and she looks like Princess Peach. Like, absolutely use her in a live action movie. But I'm like. My prediction is she's going to be bland and not care. Yeah, and that's Princess Peach. Fair. <laughs> but another movie that we have to see. Yes, yeah, sorry. And this is going to be. I'm going to say we're going to give ourselves five, five minutes. I'm going to put a timer okay. on. Very well. If you do not want potential, because it's still rumoured, potential Black Adam spoilers, whatever time code this is, skip exactly five minutes forward from when I say now, and uh, you won't get anything spoiled. Because, you know... The man in black himself. The black Black Adam. Adam. I'm actually going to go... No, I'll stick with five. Five minutes. I think we'll have enough to talk about. I absolutely agree. Alright, starting from now. So, apparently there has been leaked it, leaked information, because I believe, yeah. from what I've found, it is a, a, uh, a, like a test screening. Okay. So this, this might not be real, granted, 
but it is according to at M time to shine H reveals that Superman will be back. Now I'm reading high on cinema's report at the moment. Yeah. But it, reporting on their leak. So according to the leak, the post credit scene of Black Adam features Henry Cavill back in his classic Superman suit. So you got the blue and red. Okay. With John Williams' original score. Oh, I did hear about this. That's a shame. He's got his own theme, but I guess nostalgia. He's got his own theme that's really good. The best thing about the Zack Snyder movies, just period, is Hans Zimmer's Superman score. Um, Really odd. So, (laughs) do you want to know about the end credit scene? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm I'm all for it. (laughs) So, the end credit scene says, um, apparently... It begins as Amanda Waller, who's in the movie, apparently. Yes. Tells Black Adam he better not leave or Kondak wherever he is. He better not leave wherever he is, that it's his prison now. And Black Adam replies, Or what? There's no one on this planet that can stop me. And she says, In that case, I'll get someone not from this planet. To deal with you. Hmm. This is where, out of the smoke and shadows, you see a figure wearing a cape fly down. It's Cavill Superman, and he tells Black Adam, It's been a while since someone made the world this nervous, and they should talk. Huh. So apparently, that is what's going to happen. He flies down and out of the smoke and the shadow, so we're just getting another darkly lit Superman scene. Oh, you better believe it, baby. So, um... Yeah, I guess, like... It's gonna... It's reportedly brighter colours than Man of Steel. Like, it's proper blue and red. Okay. Um, I don't... Why? The only thing that could make this, like, amazing for me... Mm-hmm. Is if he flies down and he's wearing the red trunks and they're bright red and he's wearing a bright red he cape won't. and a bright red symbol. He won't. I know he won't, but like that's the thing that would make me go, "Holy shit!" Um, I don't <clears throat> just reboot everything. Yeah, absolutely. it's not going to work. It's not. There are going to be Snyder fans being like, "Yep, dude, it's back. The DC is saved. Snyder cut confirmed, and it's it's just it." Stop it. Stop it, How many after-credit scenes, or how many, like, ending movie tease things, because DC doesn't always do an after-credit scene, but how many teasers have they had that have gone nowhere? All of them? Like, all of them. Is it all of them? I think it's all of them. I was about to be like, even... Oh no, we got, like, Aquaman, Man of Steel... uh, Not Man of Steel, BBS had the, um... Batman watches some quick time videos <laughs> and we've got Aquaman we got <clears throat> Wonder Woman we didn't get I the guess. Cyborg movie and we haven't got the Flash movie yet <laughs> not it's uh we, we can't have the Flash movie apparently he's back doing reshoots now too there's some other uh, news yeah Ezra Miller yeah. <sighs> yeah Ezra Miller they've gone they've gone back to DC and Warner Brothers to shoot some reshoots and um that's Boy. just spectacular. <laughs> Boy, the flash is back. Oh but yeah, so um that's Sorry, that's I had Black some Adam. uncontrollable laughter there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Is Black Adam's coming out in ten days from recording? That's t- it's ten days, yeah. It's out on the twentieth and it is eleven days from now. That's next We have to review it. The Thursday after after that. Yeah. But I was thinking I might just 
not watch it. We um, got it. We got it. We'll watch it together. We'll go out to the Yay. city. It'll be fun. So exciting. Friendship. <laughs> uh, it'd be like, like nowhere home again. Dude, I'm here to see my friends. The hierarchy of the DC universe is about to change. It's, uh, I'm just... I am excited for seeing Doctor Fate. Um, it's going to be so bad, dude. Anyways, has it been five minutes? Because I uh, feel like we... Fifteen seconds left. Okay. So, oh, last thought. I... Uh-oh. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a movie. Um, let's talk about something that I am genuinely excited about, though. Oh, hang on. Five, four, three, two... One. And then Black Adam died. (laughs) Hopefully I timed that right. Let's talk about something I'm genuinely excited for. Um, Namor looks... That was a joke. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Namor. Namor Namor looks freaking awesome in the Black Panther 2 trailer. So they brought out a second trailer for Wakanda Forever. Mm -hmm. And they show Namor flying around with his little feet wings... And I am absolutely here for it. It looked really, really, really good. Like, he sort of flies and he bounces around like a bird or whatever. um, (laughs) Or a plane. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's up in the sky, you could say. Yeah. He he just does a video game double jump. Yeah. And it was really wild. And I'm like, thank God. It was like, I got so excited. And... Because this is from the Fantastic... The reason I'm a Namor fan is the Fantastic Four episode where I watched that episode of Fantastic <laughs> Four with Namor. And he's just, like, a big weirdo. Um, but I love his stupid character design. And I love the way they've updated it and made it look cool for the movie. Um, but, like, I got so stupidly excited. The scene you see in the trailer is he, like, floats up and you see the wings flapping. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> Like, uh, it, it looks perfect. And then, yeah, there's, like, this action sequence where he, he flies in. He sort of darts from left to right on the screen, and it was so cool. I think this movie does look really, really good. Um, and there was Ironheart in there as well. Yeah. Her, her costume got spoiled by a pop vinyl uh, the other week. I, I, uh, I, saw, I saw the pop vinyl, and I was like, oh, no, that's what Ironheart looks like. I don't know if that was supposed to have been, like, oh. released. No, I, no, as in, like, it was. it's a pop vinyl that's being released. I don't have any sort of insider information or anything, but, um... No, I more mean, like, did you mean, oh, no, as in, I don't oh, know, no, yeah, bad? If, or, no, no, oh, no, no, I mean, like, oh, no, I don't know if Marvel was supposed to put out pop vinyls for Ironheart before the movie or the trailer, because she's then in the trailer in her suit doing stuff, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if that was, like, a reaction to, shit, we dropped the merch too early or something um it doesn't look terrible no it looks good no no what i mean is like oh shit we dropped this yeah 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 merchandise i'm with you now we have to just show we gotta show it fuck all right whatever yeah it's like well the cat's out of the bag it's like they'll do a final trailer for that other movie we're talking about and they'll show the thing that was leaked that we're not allowed to talk about because we're out of the spoiler segment (laughs) oh yeah yeah (laughs) whoopsie yeah, so I think, um, yeah, Wakanda Forever, I think it looks really fantastic. I like the vibe of the trailers. Um, I'm I am... less into the vibe of the trailers, only because it feels weirdly exploitative. Yeah, I yeah, I was about to bring that up, because we had talked about that in the past. I'm like, despite the yeah. weird stuff with, you know, the unfortunate passing of Chadwick Boseman, um, and the now unfortunate passing of T'Challa, um, 
but like the music yeah. and everything works really well and the actors all look like they're acting their hearts <laughs> out and i'm like it looks like, like that pause for dramatic effect um it looks like there's um i'm gonna like on a lighter note looks like there's two black panthers in the trailer Oh, I saw that? the one at the end, but, um... So apparently there's, like, a frame... I saw, like, a screen grab. Yeah. There's a frame where, like, a different Black Panther is in the back. Oh! So it's looking like maybe multiple people are going to take up the mantle, and well, then so it'll end I'm... with someone. Because, like, at the end of the trailer, you see... Sorry, yeah. At the end of the trailer, you see what is clearly a female Black Panther. Yeah. Um, so presumably Shuri. But I'm like, I would be totally down for multiple Black Panthers just during the movie and by the end of the movie. And it's like, you have M'Baku and he becomes a Black Panther. And you have um, uh, Angela Bassett's character, uh, the mum, have her become Black Panther as well because she just looks like she's going to be fantastic in this movie. Um, Do it like how um, there's... West Coast Avengers and yeah. X Force and X Men and all that like they each have a different region. You've got West Coast Black Panther, Wakanda yeah. Black Panther. Do it but all. But it's like you know, like what was <clears throat> what? Sorry, what was fun in Shazam was like they had um they all like they had the Shazam kids and the Sh- or the Shazam family or whatever. I'm like yeah. I think I'd be totally down for multiple Black Panthers if that's how they're gonna sort of do it to be like they all carry on the legacy together why not that, would that be way cool. they can also be like hey which one of these did audiences respond to that yeah that the one too. in the avengers yeah exactly it's like then they have options um and because it's like you have a whole bunch of different like body builds and whatnot so it's like umbaku mm-hmm. is just massive and then shuri's like a bit of a smaller frame and then like if you have they'll all be different um, colors too because like, yeah gold fucking what's his face michael b jordan yeah purple black panther t'challa it's like also nakia is the other is the pichinongo's character she could also be a black panther yeah, and it would be cool. Just have them all, and the movie ends, and everyone's a Black Panther, and then Namor flies in, and he's a Black Panther. <laughs> video <laughs> game double jump. Yeah, well, speaking of Marvel, game. yeah, it looks good. I think. Um, Do you want to talk about She-Hulk? They're hitting, Is that you... they're hitting on all cylinders. I was going to just briefly mention that She-Hulk's doing real well. We'll probably yeah. have a proper chat about it next week. I just wanted to talk about fans being upset. Because <laughs> um, oh, they're losers. Because apparently, I don't know how much truth there is behind this. So spoilers for the latest episode of She-Hulk. I got this spoiled for me. I haven't seen it yet, so you can all have the spoiler as well. Um, I saw an article because I basically like, I I just haven't had time to watch it. So like, I've seen like stuff come up that's like, oh, Daredevil's in. It. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. I was expecting that's cool. And then like um. And I saw a thing, and it's like, it said, fans upset that Daredevil has sex because they find it unrelatable. (laughs) And I was like, That is so funny. And I'm like, really? Is that unrelatable? It's awesome that, like, everything the show, the plot of the show has predicted the real world response. It really has. I'm like, are they writing this week to week? There are ins... Yeah! At one point, she... What does she say? The one that got me was, Oh, cool, Wong's in this episode again. That's like Twitter armor for the for this week. I'm like, yeah. oh shit, yeah. Because everyone loves Wong, and everyone's complaining all the time. 
It's such a That's good funny. show. It's so fun. It's really, Incels really, really funny. Fun. They're the villains so far. <laughs> it's real good and well-deserved because, yeah, if you're an incel, you are a villain. Yeah. And I'm just you're like, I'm all... human. So I'm totally happy. I, I don't care that I got these spoilers because Daredevil fucks... Dude, that's fucks. awesome. And She-Hulk has, yeah, just been really, really fun so far. I'm like, I, I sit down, I watch it. It's a bit of light-hearted entertainment, and I'm happy. <clears throat> Do you know what else was really fun, Dustin? Yeah, what was really fun? Werewolf by Night. Oh my god, Jack, Werewolf by Night was so much fun. It was so much fun. I want more of this. Yeah. I want more of this kind of, like, cheesy... Just take it in a different direction. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm so like glad that... It was like it was quite tense yeah. at times. It's very cool. You had like the, the old animatronic body. The old man who... Oh yeah, spoilers yeah. for uh, Wealth by Night. It's an hour. I thought it was like a show. So I'm glad yeah, it, was, no, it was just I'm one hour special. special. It was so much... Jack was so much fun. Not me. Right, if Jack I, if, was if, so much fun. If I had had to wait an hour, a whole week to see Wealth by Night rock up on screen <laughs> probably would have been quite mad um that's not the superhero character's the, the character's name he is just jack and he is a werewolf i'm pretty sure it's just the name spoilers. of the story is his werewolf by night i already said spoilers, oh yeah but... yeah but um yeah he was a really really cool character i liked uh, elsa bloodstone it was really she fun was really cool man thing we haven't seen or her Ted? before have we? no we haven't but she looks like Kristen ritter like she a lot does yeah that's that's who i was i'm like oh jessica jones huh she was just yeah like i was uh, the whole time like huh interesting uh casting if they both end up on screen together um but man thing man thing's great i love was awesome and violent the whole thing was violent so bloody like for marvel they they were fucking melting face the dude who got the arrow through his a guy got his arm cut off and then and, an arrow through his yeah, face. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like his arm gets cut off, and then he... I think that somebody picks the arm up, or he's not. He's reaching for the arm. He's trying to get back to it, because yeah. he wants his weapon from his hand. And then, like, he gets kicked, and you just see blood, like, fly across the screen out of his bleeding arm socket. It's I was so like, cool. holy, holy moly, Marvel. I um, mean, it was still cheesy as hell. It wasn't, like, Oh, actually... yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was, like, schlocky and silly and... It was very much like a 1950s sort of Wolfman type film. When the um, werewolves <clears throat> going mad on the guards and like the blood splatter on the camera. So um, my only issue, not even an issue, I thought that the werewolf could have been a bit more savage because he kind of does a bit of martial arts like a Marvel he superhero. He does, he does. And I was like, I wanted to see him completely lose it because Jack was like, it. yeah, because Jack says, um... You know, if we're gonna do this, then there's gonna be no mercy, and you're all gonna die. And they're like, "Sure, buddy." I and mean, then yeah, he's kind of the right. Yeah, yeah, that's. Fair. I didn't yeah. notice that, but that is fair. Yeah, but there was a really cool bit because, like, they sort of keep tasing him in the cage, and then they um, they it's like they they throw a smoke bomb in or something, mm. and he breaks out the top of the cage, and like, where is he? And you see him up on the ceiling, up on a gargoyle. It's really cool. And you just see his eyes sort of glowing and he jumps down. And then he does like a superhero pose and I was like, oh, he's a superhero. But, um... I like how schlocky the costume was. I like... Yeah, was like, yeah, I, I was thinking like, oh, they're gonna do... I'm glad they didn't do a CGI werewolf, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It was just a dude in a suit that was airy. In a, in a, like, in a fursuit, which was really cool. And uh, I like the transformation. I like that you see Elsa's perspective and it's all just yeah. sort of done in, um... 
in, in Shadow. In Shadow, yeah, it was very cool. And like, I, I, I like werewolves a lot, so I was like, here we go, good time for some werewolf action. The part that made me laugh did so much, and it didn't yeah. mean to, but like, when um, when Color came back, when she eventually gets the gem, yeah, and Color came back. With every character, I'm like, whoa, didn't expect you'd be wearing that. Like, she's wearing bright red, which I did not see coming. Yeah. He's got, like, the classic kind of red inline on on his collar. Sorry. Um, There was some seconds of silence from me because I dropped my uh, my cable. (laughs) My cable came out of my uh, my headphone jack. You're fine. So, yeah, Um, um, I just thought it was really really great and I want more of this stuff and it's like I hope that they use Jack to do more stories yeah like this that are sort of him dealing with his like uh with being a werewolf I don't want to see him suit up and join the no, Avengers no, no. in um in Secret Wars or something Let's um, just get a weird old schlocky like universal monster movie yeah side of Marvel yeah that would be really cool um, like a Justice League Dark, but for Marvel. That kind of... Yeah. Just give us some... I mean, don't you don't have to team them up, but, you know, just that kind of side of the mystical... Well, the... I would love to see Moon Knight get involved, because you can Moon adapt, Knight, like, yeah. the Moon Knight comic. Well, it's the, the well, it's Wealth by Night um, is Moon Knight's first appearance as well, so it's like you could adapt that, have, like, Moon Knight have to come after him for some reason or whatever. Like, that I would be cool. I wonder if... Also, if it's in black and white, Moon Knight in black and white would look oh, sick. Oh, yeah. If this goes well, I think we can get something like that. But if this doesn't do well, I yeah. can see Doctor Strange coming in as like oh, a, yeah. as a buffer. You know, okay, Mystical, just get him in there. Which yeah, would still no, be cool. Fair. I wouldn't be against it, but... And I, also, know, I hope this it is... stays contained. It is also... It's, it exists in the MCU, though. It is canon to that main universe, I believe. Mm. And it... What I liked about it, and what I like about She-Hulk as well, is that they're just introducing more and more, like, nonsense characters. So, like, Mr. Immortal is in She-Hulk, and uh, that was really great. And, um... Leapfrog is a main... Uh, yeah. Main thing in this newest episode. Yeah, and, really and I'm funny. like, that's cool, and... You know, then in this, it's like you had these monster hunters, which I think, I wish that some of them had been more named characters or anything. Like, even if I don't know who they are... Just like oh, and then you can actually go and pick up a comic book, and they die. Or Are they something. all original? Um, ah, I thought that they were just because they didn't really name them, so I got this idea. Yeah, that's that they fair. Were Probably all original characters because Elsa Bloodstone, like the Bloodstones, are uh, from the comics. Mm. But um, oh look, they probably are minor characters. I didn't yeah. know any of them, but they were a lot of fun. I like yeah, the Irish, exactly. The Scottish dude. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Uh, so yeah, it was just it was fun, and like we said, man thing. Really, really Man cool, and the CGI on Man Thing was really quite good as well. I loved all the effect. Like, of course, this kind of goes without saying, but I'm really—it doesn't actually go without saying. Never mind, because I was <laughs> worried that the trailer was going to be that old style, and you then know, the it has movie the like be, film yeah. grain. It has the—I don't know what they called the circles in the top corner of the the frame before they cut. Ah. Uh, uh... I thought they were really cool, but like yeah. it kind of had some crackle to some had of the like, voices. Had yeah, burns and stuff in it burns. as well. It was really great. And I was like... worried that only the trailer was going to be like that. Yeah, but the whole movie until the very end was, and I'm was really super cool. here for it. And it's like I wonder if they actually shot it on film or if they no. shot it digitally and then just did an amazing job of demastering it, I suppose, to make it look old. 
Um, yeah, they did, it was great. It wasn't too much as well. Yeah. Which is good. Sometimes it's, like, over the top. What I thought was really gay, really great... Um, <laughs> what I thought was really gate... I liked the gates <laughs> in this movie. There was a thought, couple gates, actually. Yeah. So what I thought was really great is when they use the bloodstone to transform him, mm. um, it looked like one of those sort of 50s movie effects... But like modernized, yeah. like it was sort of uh, they have a distortion and a white mist on the screen that's shooting at him, and you see that in so many old movies for magic mm-hmm. and energy blasts and stuff. But it looked modern, and it was like yeah, the MCU does that a lot where they shoot a laser beam at something and it looks silly and whatever. But it worked here really, it really, so really effectively, well. and I was like, this is cool. Um, really, just a great time. And they confirmed vampires as well. There's a vampire up <laughs> on a bust, like it's a Dracula or oh, something. Oh, this is in a crossover with Blade. Of course it is. Hang on. Yeah. No, but so it's like I'm happy about that because um, my one sort of condition for a Blade movie is I don't want the Blade movie to be the first time we see vampires in the Marvel Universe. I want to see vampires in lead up because then it's more believable when they say, hey, there's actually a society of vampires that he kills or something. And this is the first time. This is an introduction. Yeah, so now we've seen a vampire, so we know that they exist. They just are, as are werewolves. So, <laughs> um, yeah, one more movie where there is a vampire character or something would be awesome. Because then it's like, that's believable, you know? Mm. It would be so weird if Blade comes out and then all of a sudden we're just introduced to this other subculture of, like, weird techno-goths. That are vampires. <laughs> and I'm like, where has this come from? Why have we never seen this before? But like, if they do a whole thing that's like, and there are vampires and there was there was Dracula, because he's in the comics as well, so it's like, and Dracula existed. Like, that would be great. That would be a lot of fun. Anyways, that's Werewolf by Night. Do you know what else was a really good time, Dustin? I assume, because I didn't go, but you went... Ah, oh, damn you. I was going to do a thing. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, Let's go back. So, Jack, what was your thoughts on PAX? Did you have fun? Uh, I, I I saw some of it from home. Yeah. So, I had a really, really, really fantastic time at PAX. Um, what got announced? What, what are all the industry so, gossip you can give us? Well, I didn't get to play Sonic Frontiers like I wanted to. I'm really um, sad. Uh, that was the scoop well, that I wanted. Yeah, it, Yeah, I was really wanting to play it. Mainly so I could do, turn it into content and be like... <laughs> so I played Sonic Frontiers and it sucked, but now I can't really say. All I have is third-hand... Um, info- I, or second-hand I, information or whatever. I went so. to PAX and spoke to someone who played Sonic Frontiers and he said yeah. it sucked. So I was talk. I'm not going to say his name, but um, I was talking to a guy who was uh, an indie dev. Mm-hmm. And um, we are having a chat... And I was like, yeah, when I came in last time, my favourite part was, like, talking to the uh, indie indie guys, and it was awesome, and his game was great, by the way, but um, <clears throat> I was like, and I wasted a lot of time in the line waiting to play Avengers, and I was thinking I might try and play Sonic today, and he said, yeah, if you want to run around in an empty field for 15 minutes, go be my guest. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> So I was going to be like, oh no, you should say his name, you know, get get some spotlight on the game. Actually, yeah, no, maybe, maybe yeah. you shouldn't. So he doesn't get blacklisted Yeah, forever. exactly, because it was just like, 
Yeah, and he was just, you know, being honest or whatever. He's like, I just, I didn't care for Oh, what a it. champ. Um, like, big fan. Yeah, like, I think either he had played it or someone, he'd spoken to someone else or he'd watched someone play it or something, but he was just like, yeah, yeah no. nah, it wasn't good. Um, and, yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be good because I've seen the trailers and they did not do anything more. Well, I, no. I watched, like, the full gameplay reveal, but I'm like, I would like to give it a go that I could be uh, more objective on it. Um, hmm. But, yeah, so it was a fun time. I did, however play a bunch of indie games so this was really 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 cool so from stompy paws studios which i think is a great title that's a great uh, great studio name um a game called kendon and the gem of error um it is a physical release game boy video game what (laughs) a physical release game boy game Coming oh, out like, yeah. like next year or the year after. So I tried it, but I unfortunately ran into a bug. And then um, somebody else wanted to play it. And I was like, yeah, you, you can have a go. But I like walked up because like, I kind of walked past a couple of times. And me and my mate were like... Is that a Game Boy? <laughs> yeah, well, we're like, oh, is this like just showcasing an old game or something? But then like, I finally I walk up to him and I'm like, what's going on here? Because like, and they had a Game Boy in... They had like the, the box and everything. It's like a proper cardboard box. And that's <clears throat> awesome. And they had a Game Boy in there, and I was like, <clears throat> "Oh, do you buy it?" And then you get the Game Boy. He goes, "No, no, no. It's just we're selling the game like you would buy a Game Boy game." But yeah, so it's called Kendon and the Gem of Eru, and it's a, it's done all in the pixel art style for Game Boy. Mm-hmm. It looked really cool, and he was like, I forgot his name as well, but um, yeah. So I was like, "What's going on with it?" And like, basically, he said, like, our process is. You know, we're working, like, we do all the box art, we make the boxes, and they got, like, a bunch of, um, <clears throat> what is it, like, old bootleg uh, Game Boy games, and they just, they wipe those, and they put the <laughs> put the awesome. game onto that, and then they can just sell that, I'm like, that's fucking awesome, I was so blown away, because I've never seen anything like that, like a Game Boy game releasing in 2023 or 2024. That or is amazing. said it was coming, I was like, just so blown away and taken aback. I want like, to find my old Game Boy, because I, I want to play that. Yeah, I was like, how, how is this happening? <laughs> I was just like, why, why was this the choice that you made? You know, when you can do literally anything else for making a computer game. And he goes, mm-hmm. oh, I just want to keep it alive, you know? And I was like, Dude, you're that's awesome. admirable, and you're <laughs> awesome, and I love you, and I, like, wish you all the best, because I'm like, I don't have a Game Boy, and they can sometimes be hard to come by or whatever, so I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever get to play your game, but I, I want to, I want to, and it's cool, and I, I, I'm just getting, I'm so excited talking about it, because it's like, this is such a, you don't see that when you go and try and play Sonic Frontiers, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just that, and I was like, you're awesome, and um, there was another game where you, I think it's called Dark Web Streamer or something like that, or no. Or, okay. I can't, I, don't, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but basically the premise is you It's Dark someone... Web Streamer. I, I found it at the back alley, actually. Um, it was a guy, he had a computer, he was just showing me stuff, like, it's a really <laughs> fucked up kind of, uh, there wasn't well, much gameplay, it was just so like, the, the, oh. the, the premise of the game is you're sitting on your computer and it's a desktop oh, simulator, roguelike, and... <laughs> You okay. talk to people online and you get it's it's like a horror like um yeah yeah, yeah. so there's magic and demons in this uh, in this world and you're so you're supposed to be like finding information and then you can stream it um what and, was it called again 
I can't remember. It might have just been called Dark Web Streamer, but I can't. I can't remember what it was called. But that's the premise. Um, or what studio it was? It's just something I tried like in the last two minutes. Yeah, Dark Web the... Streamer. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's on Steam at the moment. Like you can do a demo, or or will be soon. But um, I yeah tried that out, and it was very sort of weird to navigate. Like um, I don't do dark web stuff, so. <laughs> So that it's like I, yeah, so it was fun. it was quite weird and like you're you know I sort of opened up a, a an account with like a shady thing and then I get a message from someone and they're like hey can you send me two hundred bucks I'm like oh, I can't give you that and then like you know get a message from somebody else and everything it was, it was but it, like because it's set in this like uh, alternative era version of the nineties where streaming exists it's all that sort of nineties <laughs> um horror stories and stuff like that you're finding information about that all exists and then they're coming to kill you or whatever and I thought that was quite quite interesting um dude what else I'm streaming I... this for sure absolutely that was like so much fun <laughs> but um yeah I got to meet a bunch of really cool people so I met uh Stephanie Ben Dixon or Hex who used to do oh, Good Game which is very Australian reference so much. but she was great like so she was just in the indie game area um just sort of hanging out. I think that they were filming something for, like, one of their online shows. Because I just, like... Back Pocket, I think they're doing. Yeah, Back Pocket Games, yeah. So I think that they were filming something for that. Because I was with my mate. I'm like, dude, that's Hex. (laughs) And I kind of sidle over, like, hey, you're Hex, right? And she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, sort of had a chat and got a photo. But I was like, am I, like, interrupting? Are you in the middle of shooting something? Like, am I being (laughs) a, a terrible person? Um, but like Goose was there as well, who was on Good Game. Um, I didn't get a chance to talk to him, but like, I was like, oh, so what happened to Darren the robot, which was from the Good This is, again, very Australian (laughs) ABC stuff that nobody said it kind of kept. Um, yeah, so it was awesome. I was like, you know, you're a big part of, you know, my, you know, growing up gaming. Mm -hmm. Um, that's like my gaming news as a teenager, as a kid was, was Good Gaming, Good Game Formwood, so that was awesome. Half the games I like today were because I would have never heard of Portal or Portal 2. Exactly. I mean, I probably would have eventually, but, like, yeah. they were the ones who introduced me to those games. Like, yeah. Assassin's Creed, Batman Ark, so many stuff that I didn't really know about. It yeah. was their reviews. I, oh, I love them. So it's just so cool to, like, get a chance to to meet her and be like, hey, I was, like, a big <laughs> fan growing up, and you're really cool. Uh, I met, um, so there's a, there's a comedy group called Viva La Dirt League. Um, mm-hmm. they do like these sort of like they do D and D logic videos where it's like the it's like a D and D group and it's pointing out all the funny logical errors and stuff in D and D. They have like a retail series called Board, and I have done retail work in my past, so <laughs> I was able to quite relate. But like, so they had stuff on the previous days, so I didn't get to go. So it was like, oh damn, I won't get to meet any of them. But then uh, one of the guys, Rowan, he was just walking down the event hall. Um. Like, when I Hi. got there, I was like, oh my god, Rowan! <laughs> so I went over and had a chat to him. Um, I played an indie game called uh, Sacred Acorn, which I thought was really fantastic. Um, you play as a little squirrel, and you have to... There's like a, They were showing off like a series of boss fights, um, and mm-hmm. I just happened to pick the hardest one. <laughs> oh, okay. So I could not uh, beat it, and that was... Quite hilarious. Yeah, it's called The Sacred Acorn. Um, it's uh, from A Few Dragons. Is the developer. Um, okay. And I thought that it, that was really fantastic. And and um, yeah, so like another uh, 
indie game that I played, which was really, really, really cool and quite yeah. clever, I thought. And it was also awesome because um, it's from a, it's called uh, it's from a developer called Mini Mammoth Games. It's called Idle Gangs, mm-hmm. is the name, and I think that that's really clever. So not Idle Games. Idle Gangs. Idle Gangs. Um, Can I have a look at that? Because yeah. it's a mobile sort of game. It's like an Idle Gang. It's like an Idle Game. Is like the sort of vibe I got, where you're just kind of going around doing sort of idle stuff, and it's very simple mechanics. Like you hold down the direction you want your character to walk, and you go around and you collect money, and then you build up a gang, and then you go and fight other gangs. But like it, that happens for you. It's automatic. Yeah, um, yeah. So this game was really really fun. Um, and it was I get cool so addicted because... to those idle games. I guess it's ridiculous. Yeah. But um, he said, you know, we really wanted to like put a whole lot more effort into something, and it was it was like really really showing. Like it was really cool. And I'm like, yeah, this is like sort of the not the issues I had with like this is the things that I would sort of improve or make it a little bit more user friendly. So we had a chat about that. But like he um, so the podcast got brought up basically because. He, oh, there's a mechanic in the game where you like run across a, 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 a like a panel on the ground that gives you a superpower, makes you go faster, and there's lightning coming off of you. And I'm like, how did I get this ability? I don't remember running over everything. Oh, you ran over a thing, and they're like, yeah, Goku or whatever. I think he said Goku. Mm-hmm. I was like, who? Do you mean the Flash? I, I don't know who that is. Like, I don't anime. But I was <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like the Flash, surely. And he goes, oh, that shows like my generation and your generation, like how different. I'm like. And then he, because then he proceeded to ask if I like did, if I was showcasing something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I just do a podcast um, and we talk about games. So we had a bit, I uh, had a chat about that and everything. I was like, and I'm how interested I am in, you know, adapting different things Fuck yeah. to video games. And, and it was really You really told fun. him your plan for, uh, for next year's packs. <laughs> next year, we're going to get press badges, even <laughs> if, like, even if we don't deserve them. <laughs> <laughs> We, we will never deserve them. That doesn't yes. necessarily. <laughs> Even if we never deserve press badges, we're getting press badges. <laughs> or media badges, I think they're called. But, um, you know, oh, we'll be yeah. influencers. But yeah, check out Idle Gangs um, from Mini Mammoth Games. It's like a fun gang building sort of, not even simulator, like, it's just a fun little game where you build a gang and then you go and beat up another gang and take their territory and get money and, like, you can buy sort of more guys and it was really really fun and had like Fuck a nice yeah. simplistic art style oh, yeah that was uh that was that was really really fun uh did you see anything else i also played a game called dross which i am actually genuinely very excited about so that is coming from just let me look it up again real quick d-r-o-s dross yeah so it's being developed by emerge worlds um, so I had a chat to the guy who was making that, Kieran, and I also had a chat to the, so he was like the coder on it, and I had a chat to the art, like the lead artist, um, and you play as a knight who has died, and these things called dross are like these creatures that live in the world, and they're like a sort of little black symbiote type thing, and, um, it attaches to the knight and keeps the knight alive. So you're this little dross and you're keeping this knight alive. And so <clears throat> as the knight, you can walk around and you can fight enemies. But as this little dross thing, you can go and um, solve puzzles and sort of help like guide the knight through the world. Like you're going up a tower. Um, There's also, a demo currently on Steam and the art yes, style looks cute as... It's, yeah, really fantastic. So... Big Check shout out. out to those guys. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really good. Um, 
very cute. There was like a bit of a crowd while I was playing, and I was like a lot of pressure because I was doing badly. Um, <laughs> but they uh, also I, I happened across a bug in that one. That's always fun because um, I sort of there was like a when you play as the dross, like you can't engage in combat, so you have to like stealth past enemies. Mm-hmm. And basically, what happened to me was this enemy that is not supposed to turn around had turned around because I had alerted it and then died. So it was oh, then stuck and then turned. It stuck there, yeah. Yeah, so I was like trying to find a way to get past it by like getting in between its like vision cone and everything. The guy's like, actually, I think that you've uh, you've uh, you've broken my game there, buddy. Um, <laughs> so like, so we I um jumped to another level, or whatever. But it was really good. Oh, we no, we I think he turned off, he disabled the enemies for me. But it was cool. Like um, so the dross can interact with stuff in the environment and um. Cute. But what they said was, you do combat against these enemies, and the enemies that I fought were like little shells, and I broke the shell, and mm. inside was a dross, and then you had to kill it. And I was talking to the one of the designers, and he was like, well, the idea behind that is, you know, it's like real life, things aren't always black and white, you know. He goes, I don't really think it's interesting in games when you just fight enemies that are all different to you. And it's like, what if you fought an enemy that is... And it's not just like fighting a person, like you're fighting something that is keeping you alive. You're fighting the same thing, doing the same stuff for another creature. And I thought, wow, that's really, really fantastic that's... notion. Yeah. Um, and it was just awesome. I was like, this is a really spectacular sort of uh, <laughs> little video game. Um, had a I lot of fun go with next it. Year. You really do. Come next I... year and. And um, I will do cosplays. We need to do cosplays because there's so yeah. many cool cosplays there. I ran into the Master Chief. That was really cool. Had a chat with him. Um, I went in like 20... Oh, God, it would have been 2014 or something. Oh, wow. Well, like I think quite a while ago then. Yeah, before it had anything. And yeah. No, like it probably still had some stuff, but there wasn't, a, there wasn't as much game development. Yeah. For example, Hideo Kojima would not have announced a game... At yeah, that's crazy that, that he did that at this one. I didn't know about it. <laughs> so apparently there were QR codes. Yeah. Um, and it revealed that L or Ellie Fanning, I don't remember which, whether yeah. it's L or Ellie, because it's E-L-L-E, and, and, like another like big actress, um, is going to be in his new game. Which, how good? That's interesting. That's, I think, all we really know. Yeah. But, um... Did you ever play Death Stranding? Do you ever, did you ever? I tried it and I thought it was whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. It's an interesting <laughs> game. Yeah, I um, I keep thinking should I go back to it, but I probably won't. I'm gonna that try Deathloop because that's free. I know that he's got nothing Dude, to do with this, but like I in terms of games, finished. That, yeah, in terms of Apparently games, there was a like Bethesda thing. Play. Yeah, did well, you look at that. I didn't know Bethesda was there. Apparently they had like a an experience. Oh, was that somewhere else? No, I think they had Maybe some kind of experience. Else. They did last know. time because last time it was their Fallout seventy six was coming out, so or right. had come out or something. So it was like Bethesda was there and they were showing off Doom. I think Doom Eternal. Oh yeah. Um, which I didn't get to play at PAX in twenty nineteen, but like they were showing it off and there was like a lot of like as we were sort of lining up there was like big fire effects on the screens and everything mm-hmm. I saw the D&D trailer like three times in the <laughs> lines that was cool um, that movie looks really good as well like in terms of adaptations that are coming soon the D&D movie looks great and um, <laughs> I think it'll be really fun but they sort of uh, 
played that trailer a couple of times, and they also played an interview from Comic-Con, um, because oh, that's okay. happening at the moment as well as New York Comic-Con, so they played an interview with, like, the directors and the cast, and they're all saying, like, I think it was Michelle Rodriguez was the mm-hmm. one who gets you most on board with the movie, because she's t- sort of talking about, like, there are these IPs that get bought by companies that are shit, who just want to make money, and I hate that. And that's not what this movie is. And I was like... Okay, that's sweet. I'm like, oh, you talked like a real person about like the real issues with video game and like gaming movies and stuff. Mm. And um, and I'll give it a shot. Like, I think it looks good. And like, regardless, but... um. Speaking of which, did you see the... um? Just to circle back quickly to the Mario. Yeah. I forgot to mention it. Chris Pratt's like pre... I think it was before the trailer hit. He had like a little thing on the Nintendo Direct. Oh, <laughs> uh, did he? And he's like, um, man, yeah, I've always loved Mario. As a kid, I remember just stomping on Coopers. And, like, oh, but it's no. that long again. He's just, and he just stares into the middle distance, like, oh, God, what are they? I know nothing about Coopers. Then the teleprompter caught up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, legit, like that kind of. He went on, he just, like, someone flicked his off switch for That's a minute. That's funny. There was a good, like, it was for a Battlefield game, um, I think it was Trevor Noah, he was oh, the announcer, yeah. he did the, he did the, like, he was the, um, the MC or whatever, or the host for the Battlefield 5 re- reveal way back mm-hmm. when. And he kind of talks about, like, oh, my favourite Battlefield was 3, and I loved this mechanic, and he names a mechanic from a later Battlefield or a previous Battlefield that's not in the one that he named. <laughs> mm. um, it's like, I love that, like, this dynamic, of, and, and everyone is like, oh, I don't think you played the game. <laughs> I really... That's better than what I thought that was going to. I thought he was going oh, to describe okay. something from Cod of War. Like, Cod <laughs> of War? Okay, that Cod of War. Cod Modern Warfare. Yeah, it'd be something. good. It's like I, I love, I love this Call of Duty mechanic or whatever. But yeah, it's just know, like I, something... my favorite. My favorite Battlefield thing is the uh, you know you get the box and you don't know what weapon <laughs> you're gonna get against the zombies. It's my favorite. <laughs> nah, yeah, it was just like something where if you're a Battlefield per, like player, you know that he named the wrong game or something. Yeah. And it was like, ooh, there could be an honest mistake there, but this whole thing has felt very forced <laughs> and fake, so I'm really not sure. <laughs> so maybe he went off script for a second and got something wrong. But, um, oh, yeah, I, like, PAX was fantastic. They just had, like, heaps of really good stuff. I spent a lot of time in the tabletop gaming area. I learnt awesome. how to play the uh, Marvel trading card game. Um, oh yeah, which I actually collecting? think no, because I'm not doing more money sinks that aren't comic books and <laughs> dice. Because um, I recently got into D and D, and now I have like fifty dice. So, oh, here we fuck. are. Um, I got these really, really those ones I should have got these like really nice metal ones today. They're like really, really fantastic. They're like, sort of red with like gold sort Ooh, of lining, pretty. and they're very pretty. I got Post some a pic on the Twitter. I will. I won some as well. I did like um. There was a dice shop, which name escapes me, but they were doing a thing where it's like you pay $10 and you get a D20 roll. Um, so you sort of roll it down the dice tower and then whatever it lands on, you get to, like, that's the dice set that you win. So it's just like these sort of nice oh, looking, uh, like, plastic dice sets. But, like, if you hit a net 20, then you would get to pick 
any of them and also get a dice bag, which was cool. And then it's like if you hit a nat one or a two, then they would donate five dollars to like Beyond Blue. Um, that's awesome. And I was like, well, that's like cool because pretty much no matter what happens, you win either a dice set, a pin. Or a dice set in a bag, or you win a donation to Beyond Blue, and I'm like, that's cool. That's, fuck yeah, that's yeah. So awesome. it's like, even so, I got like a pin because I did too. So I got a pin and a dice set, and I'm like, yeah, I got stuff. I'm happy. Fuck I yeah. got like a cute little like dragon pin. But yeah, so the Marvel trading card game, it's called um, Marvel Heroes or something like that. Um, I believe it. it's. So most trade card games I've played, so I've like played Magic the Gathering, I've played a bit of Pokemon, I played like Yu-Gi-Oh back when I was young. Um, they would see so this is trading card games adaptable now, so um, we're really <laughs> branching out. Next week, Deadpool oh, yeah. and Wolverine trading card game. Um, oh, oh so, yeah, no, that's how you introduce them. So <laughs> it's Deadpool playing. Deadpool is playing a trading card game. He's playing the Marvel trading card game, <laughs> and then he plays Wolverine. And then Wolverine taps him on the shoulder and he goes, mm, 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 and like waggles his finger like, no, I, you're not doing that. <laughs> Marvel no, Champions? So, that's the one, yeah. So it's, instead of being a one versus one or a, you know, a, you know, instead of playing against each other, you're teaming up. So it's like a cooperative game and you right. fight a supervillain. Um, so we fought the rhino, me and my mate Tom. Um, and you kind of... You draw a group of cards like you. So my character was Iron Man. He was like my hero card or whatever. So if he mm-hmm. died, then I would lose, and he had like ten hit points or whatever. And then uh, my mate had Captain Marvel was that deck. So then you draw cards, and the cards have different effects, and you can sort of sacrifice cards that give you energy to um, then summon out other heroes and everything. So I was able to like summon Mockingbird and use her attacks. My mate was able to summon uh, the Vision which was cool, and so you kind of, you go around in turns a little bit like D&D, where it's like, you take a turn, your teammate takes a turn, the enemy takes a turn, you take a turn, but it's, um, that was really, really cool, and, like, once you sort of got into it, it was, like, it's quite exciting. With Iron Man, though, because I was playing as him, so it's the one I remember, um, you can get armor pieces that you pull from your deck, and then you can attach armor pieces to him, and that makes him that gives him more effect. So it's like each armor piece gives him more hit points, and gives him. Um, so there's like a cool mechanic where it's like when he's Tony Stark, you can draw up to six cards, but when he's Iron Man, you can only draw up to two cards uh, at a time, or like your hand or whatever can only have so many in it. So it's like you can be Iron Man and you can do attacks and and stuff like that, but you are vulnerable. Like you can't you can't have as much in your hand to summon or you can be Tony Stark and you're vulnerable to, uh, like, so you can't get attacked when you're the alter ego, that's when the villain does their schemes, but, um, because the villain has to get their scheme to, like, 15 points and then it wins, um, and you just have to kill the villain. Uh, well, I say kill. I don't obviously don't kill bad guys in Marvel. Um, so, it was really cool, it's like you can get armor pieces, like, like, put his boots on him or whatever and they gave him more health. And, um, Iron Man was, like, a very combo-heavy character, so... The attack that I abused a lot was a card that's effect is like, uh, you shoot, it's like a laser blast, but um, you s- can draw the top five cards of your deck and you sacrifice them, and all the ones with like a special that give you a certain energy type, they then deal two damage each. Right. So 
I had like I got ten. So I got five on one hand, so they all had the energy. So I was able to do ten damage plus the plus Iron Man's attack. So I did like twelve damage in one turn and helped defeat Ryan. It was really cool. It was like this a, is really fun. Yeah, it was like a little bit of a different trading card game. I probably won't collect it because I don't need more. You're totally gonna games. collect it. You're, I'm you're trying totally. to get into <laughs> trying to get into Magic the Gathering at the moment, but like it was fun. So Dude, like stop. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, there's some, there's, yeah, just a really, really fun day at PAX, and, uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. That, that's, that's the news and PAX. That's the news, I think. Um. Yeah. Yeah, usually it's like, the wheel of genre, the wheel of genres. Hey, Dustin, if <laughs> PAX had to be <laughs> a, a, video game. a video game, what genre do you think it would be in? It would be a weird sort of adventure game. I disagree. I think it would be a survival horror, according to the Wheel of Genres. What if it was a Sims? A Sims is pretty good. What if it's like a like planet coaster and you build your own packs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I liked the Wheel of Genres survival horror. Survival horror. All of everyone's uh, cosplay becomes real. Which could either be real good or real bad. Because you got a bunch of heroes, but also you got a bunch of villains. Mm. And you, oh. as a regular Dustin, have to survive. One other indie game that everyone should check out because it's actually available now. Mm-hmm. I believe it's called Justice Sucks. Justice um, Sucks. All right. Just like give me two minutes to look it up, and we can cut out the uh, in between time. But um, I got it. Don't even stress. Justice play... Sucks. I think I got it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Justice Stealth Sucks. Action? So yeah, so you play as a it's a tactical vacuum game so you play as a robot vacuum cleaner and there are home invaders um trying to break it in to rob the place and you have to kill them and eat them oh i feel like this came out didn't it yeah yeah it really came out like uh just the other day i think so they did like a launch party at fortress in melbourne the other week there was a demo because i've definitely i've definitely uh... seen this a while ago yeah okay so it's out now it's uh i believe it's like 20 bucks or something 25 um, Australians, so probably cheaper in America and yeah, all those places. Go. Yeah, oh, so I got to... the same people who did Party Hard, which is fun games, yeah, I think. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, tiny I got build. to... Oh, Tiny Build, yeah. Yeah. So I got to give that a go. Um, just, a, a, it's, uh, a, it's like in the Australian, like, game sections. I actually developed in Melbourne or whatever, but, um, that was fantastic. It's one of the most interesting stealth games I've ever played. You're a, you're a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Doing I was not by the same people. Samurai Punk did it. Yes, that's the one. Who also did Screen Cheat. Ah. Oh, they did Roombo. First Blood, which yes. is the Rambo. Okay, so this is like the sequel. It's like a spiritual successor. I believe that yeah. they can't use the Roomba name anymore. I think the guy said because um, the Roomba vacuum cleaning company was like, hey. That um, makes sense. <laughs> that's not okay. But uh, yeah, so that's out. <clears throat> and I got to try that and it was really, really awesome. So, yeah. uh, Robot Vacuum Clean is adaptable, absolutely. Here we come. It was awesome. Um, anyways, with that being Dustin, said... Where would they if, find you if they wanted if to chat you to you? wanted to find and chat to me, um, I have Twitch, it's called Dustin aka Dustin. I will hopefully be streaming more stuff soon. Probably the vacuum cleaner game Justice Sucks, because how good? Um, that does sound really fun. And I also have an email called DustinCaldwellTwitch at gmail.com, and I have a YouTube channel called Dustin, a.k.a. Dustin, so you can find me at those places. How about you, Jack? <gasps> you can find me at A Forgotten Donut on Twitter. You can find me at twitch.tv slash A Forgotten Donut. 
on tw- uh, Twitch if you want to watch me play video games. Um, yeah, that's about it. Otherwise, you can find the show. We are still looking for... So, make sure to send them in, if you can. Uh, an ideal Deadpool 3, how you would introduce Wolverine to the MCU. I think we'll call it Hugh Jackman adaptable. Yeah. Hugh Jackman MCUable. We've done an MCUable before, the, um, the Fantastic Four MCUable. Yes, we Hugh did. Ja- so yeah, even if it doesn't... Even if you don't want it to be Deadpool 3, how would you introduce Hugh Jackman at all in the MCU? Specifically in Deadpool, but you know, whatever. Do whatever. You can send those pictures to adaptapalspod at gmail.com or alternatively at adaptapals on Twitter. We'll read out any we get on the next show. Hell yeah! Um, One more I'll shout out is uh, Moon Merchant Studios game Sinister. That was really, really uh, creepy and fun. Oh, fuck yeah. It's like a sort of... um, it's a steampunk era sort of detective game, and it was creepy as shit. <laughs> I just uh, opened awesome. Instagram, and because um, I'd followed them on Instagram, it'd come up, and I'm like, oh yeah, this game was 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 creepy. Um, <laughs> like, it was just a creepy vibe. Anyways, not to drag out the episode. <laughs> Have a good not one, everybody. All. I think I hear the theme coming in. We're being played off. So <laughs> The Oscars. Okay, yeah. bye, everyone. We'll see you next time. Much love. Bye-bye. Oh.